Welcome to the Work Can Be Different podcast, where we're turning work and business as we know it on its head. Christy Daniels. And in this series, we're talking about your most pressing challenges at work and how to create a better experience on the job. I created this podcast series as part of a greater mission to shift how we work, how we show up, how we manage and lead, how we run our businesses and our organizations so we all can thrive. Welcome to episode 11, where we're going to talk about how to make your boss work for you, or how to make the relationship you have with your boss work for you. We're going to talk about the secrets of managing up. One of the most common complaints that I hear from people about work, and you probably hear the same, is complaints about the boss. Somehow the boss's actions or inactions are creating an environment where the worker isn't happy or the worker's not thriving. So the secrets of managing up, we're going to talk about how do you create a relationship with your boss where you can specifically be asking for and getting what you need to succeed and managing their expectations of you, managing the expectations of yourself, and basically being on the same page. So your work is valued, you're on track, and your voice is heard. We're going to talk about how to step up your energy and your asking to get what you need to succeed without being a tyrant or without being a complainer. And it's really about how can you be more intentional and have a stronger voice to get your needs met and to have the best experience you can have on the job. Here are the secrets to managing up. First off is to know that you can create whatever experience you want on the job. This means you're going to have to get out of any old programming or any sort of rut that you're stuck in in your current situation. You can either accept the situation you're in or you can choose to make it better. So this is a choice and it's a conscious awareness of knowing that you're going to have to pop out of this thought pattern or this behavior pattern to shift things and change things. Tip number two is acknowledging that making the situation better is not about wishing your boss will change. This is about you making a change for the better, you changing your behavior, you speaking with a stronger voice. This is on you and your responsibility to make this shift and to ask for what you need in your environment. Step number three is to get clear on the experience or the situation that you would rather be having and asking yourself, how can you step up your game? or you step up your commitment, what needs to change on your end first? And specifically, this could be about changing uh, your attitude, changing a belief you have, or changing behavior. What do you need to do to create the experience that you want? Then next, 
you want to think about what it is you need to ask from or ask of your boss. Is it something you want them to continue to do, to start doing, or to stop doing? Get specific on your ask. What is it that you need for them to do for you? And how can you craft this request in a way that's positive, forward-thinking, includes the best benefit of the entire team and the organization, and is not done in a whining way or in some sort of complaint mode or in a way that it makes it look like you're just out for yourself. You need to craft your ask in light of the greatest good for yourself and the greatest good for the team and the organization. So this takes your ability to take a step back. You get clear on your personal perspective and what you'd like to see, and then have enough energy and have enough wherewithal to look at the perspective of your boss, look at the perspective of your team, and look at the perspective of your organization as a whole. And in this way, you can craft the strongest ask that you need. And the next step is to ask. Have the courage to schedule the conversation. Pop into your boss's office. Ask for a few minutes of their time. So often when we have complaints about the workplace, complaints about our boss, it means that we have an idea of something that could be better, but we're too afraid to take action on it. So you don't want to get stuck in a complaining mode. You want to be aware of what it is you'd like to change, and then you've got to craft the ask. You have to have the courage to have the conversation to share what you're thinking and what you would rather be experiencing. And there's no downside to asking. This Sometimes it elicits fear from people. They don't want to do it. They don't want to generate the energy to have the conversation. But the truth is you don't have what you want before you ask. So you're in a situation now where you don't, you don't, you're not experiencing what you want to experience. When you simply ask, there's going to be two options. A, you're either going to be in the same boat as you are now, which you're not any worse off. You're in the same boat if you ask and they say no. Or B, you're going to get what you want by asking and they say yes. Here's a framework for your discussion. A four, part, four parts to the conversation. So it's what's up, what's so, what's possible, let's go. So what's up? Share your thoughts. Invite your boss to share his or her thoughts. What's so? Laser in on the facts. What is really relevant about the situation for the greatest good for yourself and your career, the greatest good of the team, and the organization as a whole? This is where you want to take any emotional charge out and just get to the facts. What's possible? Discuss the possible alternatives. What, what would that look like? What experience do you want to have? And ask your boss for their opinions. How are they seeing the situation? What do they see as alternatives or solution? And the last step to the conversation is let's go. You both confirm any specific actions that need to be taken, timing in which they will be taken, and you agree that you've hurt each other and you commit to taking these actions for the greatest good of the organization. Here are two examples of a situation where your boss might be driving you crazy and how you can create 
a better experience. So one of the most common situations that I hear from a number of clients and a number of colleagues and friends is that my boss micromanages me, meaning every little thing I do, they're calling to check up, they're making sure they're on top of me with what I'm doing for the day. And it really is, first of all, driving me crazy and it's wasting my time. So here's how you would handle this conversation. If your boss is micromanaging you, this is what the conversation could look like. Be able to give specific examples of their behavior and how it's hampering you. So get specific. What are they doing that's absolutely driving you crazy? And, you know, it might be a waste of energy on both of your parts. So then you want to put yourself in their shoes. Look at it from their perspective. So the perception that they have is that this project, this activity, or whatever the action or the, the situation in question is, is extremely important to them, and they want to make sure it's done right. That is why somebody micromanages. So here, put yourself in their shoes and then be able to share with them your vision, your commitment, your understanding of how important this piece of the project is and how you're taking on the same level of commitment and the same level of attention to detail and desire to see it done correctly. So somewhere in your relationship, there's a lack of trust. And this doesn't necessarily mean it's because you're not doing what you need to do. It's just your boss is coming from a place of fear. So you need to have the conversation that says, I understand and I am committed to making sure that this is done exactly how it needs to be done the most efficiently and effective way. Ask them for their response to the situation and their perspective. How are they seeing the situation? Then you can discuss the specifics of what you'd like to see happen. So here you ask for you know, you really don't need to call me 10 times a day. Let's agree that at the end of the day, I'll send you an email with all of the action steps and the status. A lot of times, if you've got a micromanaging boss, it's because your communication isn't at the right level to keep that trust going. So you need to determine what do I need to establish in my communication that will build trust and that will keep the project moving on task and keep everybody happy because they're up to date and informed of what's happening? And then you shake hands and agree. A second situation is say you have a boss who's overwhelmed or a lot of different um, pieces on their plate and they're completely not focused on what you're doing or what you're delivering. So this example could mean they have so much trust in you that they don't even have to be paying attention and specifically say that you need them to pay attention. Either you need direction or you need, you know, an hour of their time once a week. You decide on what it is you need to succeed at your job. And again, you can start this conversation with giving specific examples of what's happening and how it's hampering you. Tell them your vision and what you would rather be experiencing. 
and get specific on what are you asking them to do to stop doing or continue doing. Ask them for their responses and their perspectives. How do they see the situation? Was, were they even aware that this was happening? Discuss the specifics of what you'd like to see happen and to be different, and then shake hands and agree. So to summarize, here's how you make your relationship with your boss work for you. Here's how you effectively manage up. Number one is to get clear. Know that you can have and you can create the experience that you want to be having, but you first need to get clear on what that is. What do you need to change in your behavior, in your conversations, in your attitude? And what is it that you're going to ask your boss for? Specifically get to your needs. How can you craft it in a way that's positive and forward thinking and encompasses the larger team as a whole? And schedule the conversation. Ask, ask, ask. Follow the framework for the conversation, what's up, what's so, what's possible, and let's go. And be sure to effectively communicate your ask. And finally, what's one small action you can take today to strengthen the relationship you have with your boss? In order to shift how we work, how we run our businesses and our organizations, and how we show up, we each have to wake up to the fact that we are thriving beings who create our own experiences. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Work Can Be Different. We'll see you next time. Visit www.christydaniels.com forward slash podcast for today's show notes and to view previous episodes of the podcast for more tips on how to make work different. Today's music is brought to you by rama-records.com. Thank you.